Okay, exactly, exactly. Okay, welcome back. Session number two. Quick review of what we did last week. We spoke about how Elul, Rosh Hashanah, really has three components to getting ready for Rosh Hashanah. There's the Adam himself, the Adam, the man, the woman, each Jew, getting ready between, within Avodas Atzmo, getting prepared, because this is a day, Rosh Hashanah, that man was created, and the day that man was created, we have the ability, the Koach, to become a Bria Chadasha. We can recreate who we are. That's stage number one. It's number two, what's happening on Rosh Hashanah is Malchus Shamayim, is the day in which we're establishing and declaring Hashem as our King. Now that we exist, we have the ability to declare Hashem as our King. That's a whole separate Hachana, preparation that needs to be done to declare Hashem to be our King. And number three is the whole concept of Tshuva, which is unrelated to the first. So we have working on oneself, establishing Hashem as our King, and the idea of tshuva. What we began, as Revolba began last week, was the avodos atzmo. And what he discussed in one word was uh, to be a yachid, to be an individual, not to live. Anyone remember? Stam. No stam living. Why are you doing the stam? Why do everyone else is doing it? Did you think about it? No, I'm just, the mitzvahs that I'm doing are stam. The averas that I'm doing are stam. Not to live stam. We have a chiyuv. A chiyuv he expressed to live as a yachid. To be as an individual. If you remember, he brought the famous mission of Masechah Sanhedrin, Bishvili Nivra Ha'olam. A Jew is obligated, the Mishnah said, obligated every morning when we wake up to say, Bishvili Nivra Ha'olam. The entire world, the entire world is Kadai just for me. And there is no one in the world like me. No one has my kochos, nobody has my talents, nobody has my strengths, nobody has my challenges, nobody has my personality, nobody. And the whole world would be Kedai just for me. And as he brought from Avram and from Yaakov, each one being a Yachid Ba'olamo, that is our obligation. And we're judged on Rosh Hashanah, Kivnei Maron. We're judged on Rosh Hashanah as an individual. No one stands with us in the moment of judgment. We are looked alone as to who we are, what we've become, and the talents and strengths that we have. That was all what we discussed last week. Today, he writes, together with this idea of being a Yachid, has another as, uh, aspect, a fascinating aspect, and that is to begin on page uh, Tuf Yud Zayin at the top of the, the, the sheet that you have in front of you. Hayesod Arishon Bevinyan Ha'adam, in building a person is Lihiyos Yachid, Velo Stam Adam, like we just discussed. Hayesod Asheni, Lirosas Atzmo Betocha Klal. And then we have, but as much as Yachid, Yachid, be an individual, recognize how important you are, a Jew always has to see, in as much as he's a Yachid, he exists within the community. He exists within Klal Yisrael. He's part of the bigger picture, and a Jew can never view himself as, I'm a world unto myself, I don't need anyone. I'm not part of anything. It doesn't matter what I do because I'm myself. Uh-uh-uh, no, 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 no. And as much as at the same time we're developing the sense of, I do matter, and there's no one like me, I am also part of a big picture, and I can never forget that I'm part of that big picture. Klal, second paragraph. Klal, eno sikum shel pratim rabim. When you talk about a klal, it's not just the sum of its parts. Elamitzius chadasha. The idea, the halacha of a klal is a new entity. It's a new reality when you've created a klal. Asher al-kein halachas tzibur, 
Rabos Shonos Mihilchos Yachid. We have concepts in Halacha of Hilchos Tzibor. These are the way that we treat a congregation, and this is the way that we deal with a Yachid. For example, in Hilchos Tfilah is the most obvious example in which the Halachas as to how you daven is different whether or not you're a Yachid or a One could argue, what difference does it make? Whether you're davening alone or with a group, it should be the same. It's not the same. We know it's not the same. When as soon as we get 10 people together, the whole entity changes into a minion. The way that we will daven will fundamentally change. And that's not just in the way that we daven, it's the way that Hashem relates to a kihila is fundamentally different than he relates to uh, a yachid. Uh, the Gemari brings an example that Rav, uh, Rav Papi brought a uh, uh, Rami. He asked the contradiction in Psukim. One Pasuk says, Zo aim b'chol yom. That Hashem gets angry every day. And he says, he gets every every day, but clearly we make it through. And then the Pasuk says, Lefnezah, who can possibly stand in front of his anger? Moshe says, oh, the difference is between kan biyachid, kan bitzibor. Biyachid, if, if he gets angry at you as a yachid, you have no prayer. How are you going to survive the anger of Hashem as an individual? But bitzibor. But if you attach yourself to a congregation, to a kehillah, then, even though he might get angry every day, but a tzibur has a different type of protection. And numerous other halachas um, between the, uh, the din of a tzibur and the din of a yachin. Now, he, he expresses this idea further with a, a tzibur, an image. The image is a famous issue, uh, image, but it's an important one. Let's go through a little bit uh, inside the third paragraph. Eights. Let's talk about a tree. A tree is a claw. A tree is an entity, right? How many aspects are there in a tree? So, of course, you have the roots and you have the bark, the trees and the branches and the leaves. There's a whole... And you could say there's a tree, but if you broke down the tree into its components, there are many aspects of a tree. As he describes, the sharashim, the klipa, the anafim, the roots and the, uh, the, the bark, the branches, the elim, the, the leaves, the peros, the fruit, all of that. And they all, kol ila yonek chiyuso mehaetzatzmo, the second line. Every leaf nourishes itself. Where does its sustenance come from? Where does its life come from? Its attachment from the tree. Kishuhu no sher anaf. As soon as that leaf would be detached from a tree, what happens to an individual leaf detached from, its tr- from the tree? Novel withers away almost, like it'll last a day, two days, and all of a sudden, all of its life is gone. Gam klal Yisrael hu bivchinos eitz. This is one of the most important yisodos for every Jew to recognize. We are, as klal Yisrael, like a tree. V'kol echad ve'echad mi Yisrael hu bivchinos ilo be'etz hazeh. Every Jew is a leaf. Now, when you think about this image, it's a very important one because every leaf is an individual. It exists alone. It's not attached to anything. Each, each, each leaf stands alone, but it has to be attached to a branch. Now, the reason why this is such a beautiful mushal is because if you think about a tree, there are many different branches coming off of the bark. It's okay that every leaf is on a specific branch, and it's on a different branch. Maybe this branch is different. than That's okay. We have different streams within Yiddishkeit and different groups, but you got to be attached to a branch. One of them, okay, my branch is different than your branch. My whole family's branch, my whole shul's branch. That's all right. But if you're not attached to a branch, or you pluck yourself off the branch, you have no kiyum. You have no source of life because the source of life of the leaf. Now, a leaf might look at itself and say, I'm healthy, I'm green, I'm big, I can make it in the world alone. 
So that's, that's the faultiness that we have in which at some point we feel good and strong and healthy. So he writes, Kol od hu dovuk behaklal, as long as the Jew is attached to the klal, hu yonek chiyusomimenu. He literally sustains himself from being part of the klal. But if you separate yourself, then you wither away. You have nothing to attach yourself. This is the idea of haporesh midarke tzibor. We always talk about haporesh minatzibor, one who separates. Why is it so bad? It's so bad because it, you, when you look at the leaf, right, the moment it's been picked away, it's been plucked, it looks the same. But its source of life has been detached and it only is a matter of time until it withers away. So you separate yourself from the cloud, you're going to be fine for a, for a time. But you think that's going to extend down to the next generation and the next generation? You're lost. You don't have the source. Now here's where he says a beautiful thought. A leaf doesn't, it doesn't enter the leaf's mind to separate itself. The leaf doesn't want to separate. Only when fall comes and the leaf is already dead, it falls off. But a leaf does not yearn for independence. A leaf doesn't say, oh, how I wish I could float away and be my own leaf. But mankind, this is our challenge. We just read the previous paragraph. We just wrote about Bishvili Nivra Ha'olam. We just read about how important each and every individual is. We just read about how there's no one in the world like you. The whole world is worth it just for you. So we have part of that. The downside of that is this desire of, I don't need this tree anymore. I, I don't need this community. I don't want to be, be constrained by what it means to be part of something bigger. I want to be my own thing. Oh, and that is the challenge that mankind has. We are always susceptible to seeing ourselves as an individual. Who lives an individual life. We don't see ourselves connected. Why? Because we're a balsecha. We're not a leaf. We're a balsecha. We have thought processes. We have intellect. We were gifted with that. We have a strong inclination not to see ourselves requiring to be attached to anyone. I'm enough on my own. I have my own mindset. I have my own money. I have my own family. Leave me alone. A Jew needs an additional measure of intellect. To understand the way the world works, the Jewish world particularly. Because it's not a natural thing to say, I have to be attached to a community. It's a very natural thing, in fact, for a Jew, a human being to say, I don't need anyone else. I'll make my own thing. I'll make my own minion even. I'll make my own world. I don't need anyone. Let me do my own thing. And a Jew has to see himself as part of Klal Yisrael. I am part of a bigger picture and I cannot survive without being, uh, being part of that. He brings a couple of examples. Let's go down to the very bottom. He brings a famous Gemara, Maseches Krisus. The Gemara says, Kol Tainis, any fast. They used to have public fast days all the time in the times of the Gemara. If there wasn't rain, if there was an issue with uh, danger from uh, the non-Jewish armies attacking, they would fast a lot. Kol Tainis, if they would call a fast day, She'ein ba mi poshe Yisrael, ein a tainis. If they called a fast, and only, only the religious Jews took part in the fast, and the Jews who were non-observant did not participate, guess what? Your fast was going to be meaningless in the eyes of Hashem. It was not going to help. 
what kind of I need to have the poshe Yisrael, the violators of, of Jewish law have to be part of my fast. Where'd you get that from? The Gemara says from the Ketars, when they would burn the incense in the Beis HaMikdash, there were a number of different spices, and one of them was the Chelbana. And the Chelbana was Reach Ra. If you burnt Chelbana alone, it had a horrible smell. Nobody had that as their, what do they call those things you put in your house when you walk in? Incense. No, but there's a word. Diffusers. Diffusers, thank you, yes. Diffusers. So um, nobody put Chelbana on your diffuser. It was a horrid. So the Gemara asks, so in the Beisam Mikdash, where they wanted to have a beautiful smell, why was that part of the incense? So the Gemara says, not because when it mixed with everything else, then it became beautiful or, or, or uh, a, a nice, pleasant smell. It's because it represented, we're calling so, and you know what? Amongst a group of people, you have people who uh, may not smell so nice if we use that uh, parable. But if they're not included, then you're missing part of Klai Yisrael. And if you're missing part of Klai then you don't have the whole Klai Yisrael. is not just the religious ones. Klai is not just the good ones. It means a family. When you're a family, everybody's got to be there. It, you know, you can't say, well, some, we don't like this one, so he's not part of it, but we're still a whole family. No, you're not. You're not a whole family. You could say you've gathered together the family that you like. That's fine. But you can't say I gathered together the whole family if the one who you don't speak to isn't there. It's not your whole family. And that doesn't work for Klai the whole family has to be part of it, and therefore when you have a tightness and you beseech Hashem for mercy, if everyone is not there, then it's not a valid tightness. Similarly, the Gemara quotes as he brings uh, elsewhere something which we're all very familiar with, the lulav coming up shortly. Dalin minin shebelulav. There are four minin of the lulav, of course, the, lul, the, the lulav, yesrog, v'adasim, v'yaravos. Shtayin mehen osin peros, who shtayin mehen ain osin peros. Two produce fruit, and two don't. So the Gemara says, but you have to have all four together. You have to have all, if you don't take all four, you haven't fulfilled the mitzvah, and as you all heard, many different uh, drushas and vortlach, but the Gemara itself says on the language of making fruit and not producing fruit, but you have to have them all ba'aguda achas, because b'chein Yisrael, so to call Yisrael, whether or not those, so to speak, produce spiritual fruits or not, everybody is zakuk, it requires the participation of everyone else, and that's represented flipping the top of the page. So he writes on the top, HaRashoyim Zukukim L'Tzadikim, that the Rishoyim need the Tzadikim, I understand. The fact that if you're one of the Minim, so to speak, that doesn't produce fruits on Sukkot, that you need to be attached to a Tzadik, okay. But that the Tzadik has to be attached to the Russia? Yes, that's how it goes. There is no other way. Klal Yisrael is a Klal. That is what we are. Virak B'Torah's Klal, in the second paragraph on the top of the second page there. Virak B'Torah's Klal. You want to stand before Hashem in anything less than a cloud? You want to be a yachid? When a yachid stands before Hashem, you better be really, really righteous if you're going to stand before Hashem as a yachid. You want to stand before Hashem as part of Klal Yisrael. Klal Yisrael is lenetzach. Klal Yisrael is eternal. And that's the only way to succeed is to say, I'm part of Klal Yisrael. I'm not standing here as an individual. What rights do I have to stand in front of the Rebbe as an individual? But as part of a Klal, then I can. A couple more points on this, and we'll wrap it up. Skipping down to um, the bottom, after section Bays, on the bottom of the, of the page, uh, the second paragraph. I, I wrote earlier, Revolva says, I brought the opinion of the Vilna Gon, the Gra. She'osr, listen to this, this is so important. She'osr l'chaven b'nusach ha'tfilo l'tzorech atzmo. You're not allowed, as you dive in the text that Chazal gave us, to be thinking about yourself. 
every tefillah that we have in Shemona Esra, you'll note, is always Belashon Rabim. And that was not an accident that we pray as a klal. And the Gra writes, you're not allowed to be thinking, I have a need. You're not davening for yourself. That the entirety of the Jewish people should be whole and complete in whatever you're davening for. You need a shidduch, others do too. You need parnasa, others do too. You need health, others do too. If you want to dive in Shmona Esrei for real, you have to rise up above our own individual needs. We're davening for Klai Yisrael. That's how, we, that's how a Jew prays. I'm not just praying for myself. There's a place at the end of Tefillah you want to throw in your own Tefillahs, but the text that Chazal gave us, the Shmona Esrei, we don't dive in for ourselves, we dive in for all. And that then follows in the next paragraph, the bottom paragraph, the Yoser Hadavr Bolot, this it really um, comes out, the Nusach Tfilas Rosh Hashanah. As we get ready now for davening in Rosh Hashanah, we don't talk about ourselves at all. all right. Yom Kippur we will, when we start talking about the things, that, but even that, it's always, Anachnu Va'avoseinu, we, we, we've sinned, Al-Chet Shechatanu Lefanacha, we have, pro- always, so there, 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 you have a few, come on, I'm sent, but the Al-Khe, there's a lot of Lashon Rabbah, Rosh Hashanah, let's, let's focus on Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah is all about, not just even Klal Yisrael, it's really about the whole world, but we do not focus on ourselves, and he brings a one very specific examples. Well, example, on Rosh Hashanah, um, hifkiu, second to last line, Hifkiu those who established the Tefillah removed we do not have any vidui and Rosh Hashanah. We don't say Ashamnu um, Baganu. Uh, it's also Lashon Rabbim. We don't, we don't say any of that on. We don't even say vidui in Rosh Hashanah. There's a halachic shaila. Are we allowed to say on Rosh Hashanah in Avinu Malkeinu, the first of the Avinu Malkeinos? Why is there discussion if we were even allowed to say the words Avinu Malkeinu, Chatanu Lefanecha, and Rosh Hashanah? We're afraid if a person will think about his sins on Rosh Hashanah, he'll lose himself in his own issues. So we don't want you to think at all. So we don't do any vidu on Rosh Hashanah. It's an amazing thing that it's one of the ten, two of the ten days of repentance, two of the Aseris Tshuva, and we don't do a single aspect of tshuva. There's no vidui. So much so that the one thing that has a hint of vidui, avinu malkeinu chatanu lefanecha, there's a whole discussion. Are we allowed to say that? Are we not allowed to say that? A person might get so distracted. He says the words chatanu. He's going to think about himself. We don't want you thinking about yourself on Rosh Hashanah. That is the idea. So in order to be an Isha Klal, we, we daven for the Klal. We think about the Klal. We're part of the Klal. One last uh, point. As beginning of uh, Gimel on the, on, the, on the next page. The Rabbeinu Agon Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, Hishvishmanu, gave us the following Yisod, the most important idea to take out of this morning session. Ki hi. What is then the advice to be successful in Din? We're going to stand in Din in Rosh Hashanah. So we've started with two ideas. Number one, I'm an Ishayachid. I'm an individual. There's no one like me in the whole world. On the other hand, I have to see myself as part of a bigger picture. So how do I succeed Bedin? How do I stand in front of the Rebbe Hashem on Rosh Hashanah? What is the single greatest piece of advice Rabbi Yisrael Salanter has based on this? Lihiyos ish shirabim tzrichim lo. Become a person that the tzibor, the rabim, needs you. 
Become a person that makes a difference in a community. Become the person when you stand in front of the Rebbe you say, I'm not standing here for myself. I'm here because I contribute. I'm part of something. And if you do something to me, it's not just me alone. I'm not expendable because the Rabbim Tzrichim also. The Rabbim needs you. You're part of something. Make yourself part of it. That is the greatest piece of advice for Elo is to become someone, not just for Elo, really for life in general, that contributes to the Rabbim. He's going to give some examples of what exactly that means. This is why uh, we daven, he says, always uh, uh, when we ask for life in Rosh Hashanah, uh, we ask for Hashem to give us life. And we conclude, for your sake, not for me. If I was living only for myself, and I stand in front of you and I say, I need life, I should say, yes, no, for what? But you're saying, no, no, it's these are your children. I'm part of your children, and I contribute. I'm part of it. So give me life because of what I'm going to do and to add to uh, to your life. He quotes here um, from the, uh, at the very bottom, where is that? Um, he has, a, yeah, there is. On the, that's the end of the first paragraph in, in uh, Os Gimel. He writes how Rabbi Yisrael says, Im lochein, afilu al echad. You have one piece of carrot that you eat. He says, if a person tries to stand as an individual, you're not even worthwhile a, a piece of carrot, a little tzimis that you eat. But if you say, but I'm here for the tzibur, it's laman not for me. I don't want life for me. I need life for you, Rebbe Shalom, to take care of your children, then you are able to, uh, able to do so. Let's just conclude. The, the bottom paragraph, he says, Rabbim Tzrichim, or this idea, like Rabbi Yisrael says, to become a person that Rabbim needs, Zemi She'eno Egoist. There's no, there's no uh, egoism in a person that the Rabbim needs. Eino Chayes Chayev Rakla Atzmo. He's not living a life for himself. Midosav, his midos, his chesed that he does, his savlonus, his patience and tolerance of the community of people, ahavas abrios, his love of yiraso, tahora, his, his fear of Hashem, taraso. It's, it's, it's not for, when a person lives for himself, then we get into all sorts of problems. How could you do this to me? Don't you know who I am? But if I'm living for others, the amount of patience, the amount of chesed, the amount of love that you have for others, Rabbim Tzrichim Lohu Lav Davka Askan Tziburi. Now, this is what we want to conclude with. To be a person that the Rab doesn't just mean that you're uh, an Askan. Not everybody is Zocha. Not everybody has the privilege to be in a, in a position in life and where they're literally running uh, Shomrim or uh, involved in the Chevra Kadish or whatever. That doesn't mean not everyone's able to do that for various reasons. And it doesn't mean that, he says. Elanose Baol Im Chavero. It means, Nose Baol Im Chavero means you're willing to literally to shoulder the burden together with your friends. It means that when things happen in the community, you care. It hurts. You pay attention. Every person, it's, it's, a, it's an approach to life, not whether or not I'm able to volunteer every single day for every single organization in town. My approach to life is that I'm part of the Tzibur. I want to be part of the Tzibur. I'm aware of what's going on. I don't live in my own Dalit Amos. I don't live in my own world. I might not go out. I'm sitting here, but I'm, I'm involved and invested in the community. Adam Yehudi a Jew who has the image of a true Jew, is an Adam that the Rabbim Tzrichim Lo. You don't have the last line. I'll just read it. Mi Yona Someone who has the uh, the zchus to actually be involved, you could be zoicha. But everyone has the ability. Everyone has the ability to care and to be invested in ways in which 
we attempt to become a person, Shaharabim Tzrichim Lo, and with that we balance these two ideas of Bishvili Nivra I have to always see myself as an individual, I have to develop my own strengths, I have to work on my own challenges, there's no one in the world like me, and at the same time, I never get distracted by being an individual. At the same time that I'm focused on my individual kochos, I'm always making sure I'm attached to the needs, to what's going on in a community, and finding ways to being a person, sheharabim tzrichim lo, so I could stand before the Rebbein Shalom and say, leman cha elokim chaim. Yes, kasveinu l'chaim, but leman cha, it's for your sake, for your children's sake. Allow me to still be here to continue to contribute to the benefit of your kehila. So today's, uh, this week's avoda, finding ways, finding ways in things that you might not have otherwise done to become part of uh, the community, to become part of the kehila that others benefit from your presence in some way, shape, or form.